0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, is Saturday's game against West Virginia a must-win for the Cougars in their hunt for a bowl game this season? Viva San Diego!
1: West Virginia head coach Dana Holgerson joins the program. How did BYU influence him as a young coach and why he wants the Cougars in the Big 12? Mm, Plus, he's telling you why. James the Mormon
0: in studio. Man, don't even try. Let's go. This is
2: BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan.
0: Hello. We are live in Radio Vision. BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wednesday, September 21st, wherever. However, you are dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the music video critic, Jerem Jordan.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. Well, music videos used to be a bigger part of the culture. They're still big, but they're not as big as, like, the 90s. That's how you, like, released a song, right?
0: It became a thing in the 80s with MTV. Yeah, it was
1: big. It's still a thing. Like, you go to YouTube, you look up a song. Sometimes there's the lyrics, like, if you want to sing along or whatever. There's even YouTube Music now, right? Is that the name of it? There's like, yeah, I didn't know there's that. There's a YouTube Music? music? Yeah. I think they're trying to compete with Apple Music. Anyway, so today, it's going to be awesome. We have James the Mormon. Last Wednesday, he released Telling You Why. And it's been... A smash. Hit. What would it's your Rotten
0: Tomatoes scale rate? I'm telling you why.
1: Oh, I'd say 91. That <laughs> thing's, <that's, laughs> thing's legit. I think it's great.
0: 91. And you that's. Think,
1: think about this. Okay. In what category? It, among all music videos? I think it's really good. Among collegiate music videos, these songs, and the, it's, it's like 100. I think it's as good a music video as you can produce for a college team by a guy for that team.
0: How would you compare it it's to, the, awesome. to the video production of Arizona's preseason hype football okay, video?
1: Arizona was a 13%. <laughs> that might be generous. And by 13, <laughs> I mean 6. The Arizona video with Gladiator was like the last airbender <laughs> of video. Everybody that, everybody that right? liked that movie is super right? offended
0: right now.
1: Who liked that video? <laughs> The Wildcats of Arizona.
0: <laughs> Are you not entertained? So bad. Oh, it's hard to watch. Yeah, that one's hard to watch. Not so much for James the Mormon and telling you why. By the way, Tim McTire. Oh, Timmy, 96. cornerback from the 1996 BYU football team is. uh he he likes himself some R and B,
1: and he's. I think he has rapped. Yes. Himself.
0: Yes, he said via the Twitter machine. <laughs> Dope song by James the Mormon. Hashtag telling you why. Tell me why I wasn't in this video. <laughs> <laughs> to which James the Mormon replied, next time, brother.
1: <laughs> so That's look So awesome.
0: look for Tim McTire in the next James the Mormon James, music video.
1: James will join us. And, and uh, he was on Countdown to kick off Saturday. He was great. Looking yeah, forward
0: to it. Really that. cool guy. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU freshman kicker Jake Oldroyd. Goldroyd, is hopeful for Saturday versus West Virginia, according to assistant head coach Ed Lamb. Oldroid will travel with the team to Washington, D.C. Also, West Virginia wide receiver Karan White told the media yesterday that, quote, the BYU corners, I don't think they can run with us. They look solid, but they don't look like they can keep up, end quote. Mm. Interesting. Basic cornerbacks. Hmm. (laughs) West Virginia head coach Dana Holgerson will join us next segment. Loaded show.
1: Interesting comments. Hey, sophomore middle linebacker Butch Pau just recorded another tackle, so we had 20 against UCLA. Mm. No, just kidding. Mm. Was added to the Polynesian Player of the Year list with 37 total tackles and and 5.5 for loss on the season. This uh, Saturday on Countdown to Kickoff, Kathy Aiken features Butch Poe in the show.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good change on their part. Let's see. Uh, he's got 37. T- oh, oh, yeah. yeah he's will throw yeah. him in. Let's put him in. Yep. BYU women's soccer moved up two spots in the latest NSCAA poll to number four. Ooh. How about that? Fourth ranked team in the country. The Cougars host Denver Thursday and Long Beach State Saturday. You can watch the game against Long Beach State live on BYU TV on Saturday night.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah, we'll have uh, coverage of uh, pre post of West Virginia and then uh, the women's soccer game. So, busy day for Spencer Linton. Mm. And women's golf won the Spartan Invitational, finishing 18 over. Three Cougars finished in the top 20. Kendra Dalton won it, shooting four under par. So, nicely done by the women's golf team. She shot four under par. That's really good. Holy cow. Well Brian done, Logan ladies. hopes to do that in, in what he calls
0: putt-putt. Yes. <laughs> That's not going to happen for Brian. <laughs> Rise and shut. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Must win game? One of my favorite comedians is a guy named Brian Regan. He does a really funny bit on must-win scenarios. Now, to quote him, it's a math question. He says he wishes coaches and players would answer that question honestly. Reporter, would you consider this a must-win game? Coach, no. We can lose this one. No. We can lose the next one, too. We don't want to, but that wasn't your question. If you'd ever taken a rudimentary math class, you'd already know the answer.
1: I haven't since my junior year of high school.
0: I tweeted out his must-win ideology on my Twitter account, at Spencer Linton, if you want to see it. Gold. Really funny. That said... There is something to this question when you uss BYU football's chances against the rest of the regular season schedule. Mathematically, no. This is not a must win for BYU to get bowl eligible, but contextually maybe, which brings us to our Twitter question today. Why
1: is or isn't Saturday's game versus West Virginia a must win for BYU? Use the hashtag BYUSN at bhenson23. With this past summer all about Big 12 expansion, it feels like a must-win to beat a Big 12 team. Hashtag Big 12 audition. I don't think it has hardly anything to do with that. I really don't.
0: The Big 12... Would it help?
1: Sure, yeah. It won't hurt, though.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know that it would hurt BYU's Big 12 chances to lose to West Virginia on Saturday.
1: It'd be nice.
0: But it would have. Yeah, it's but, a nice little cherry on the yeah, top, right?
1: I'll repeat something I said: If expansion was all about how good you are now, then Houston would have been a shoe in Instead, they Correct. needed Texas to step in, and then the Oklahoma win has added to that. They were like thirteen and one last year. Why weren't they just a shoe in The resumes because are in. Because it doesn't matter. The resumes as much are as you in. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But the, you can you can add a little bit to that resume. Yeah, I, I get it. Okay, for me, the answer to this question: Yeah, is it
0: a must when you get to a bowl game?
1: To get into a bowl game is the context that I want to present here. And the answer is yes, in my opinion. Because I think it'll be difficult to beat Michigan State and Boise State on the road. Although I believe that BYU can be competitive uh, and hopefully have a chance to win in those games. Michigan State harder than Boise State. Boise State, I expect that to be a good game um, up on the blue. Therefore, I look at November and I say, okay, BYU needs to win those four games. Cincinnati on the road. Not the easiest game in the world, but one that I hope BYU goes and wins. Southern Utah's a win. UMass Elm's a win. Utah State at home should be a win, but there have been some close games in that rivalry. So that's November. You hope that you get four there, okay? You already have Arizona. So you're basically needing one out of West Virginia, Toledo, Michigan State, Mississippi State, okay? Boise State. Uh, you would think that Toledo would be that game. And if you don't go 4-0 in November, you would need another win somewhere. So where is it going to come Uh in, in, this, in this string of games, right? Uh, you might need to beat West Virginia on the road. So the answer to me uh, is, is probably yes, because uh, of at Michigan State, at Boise State are going to be challenges. I think BYU should beat Toledo at home, and then Mississippi State at home. That's going to be uh, a challenge, but I think BYU should win that.
0: Here's the thing. BYU knows a few things about starting one and two on a season and generally, you think, oh, man, what now? But it's, it's not... It's over! We're not getting into the playoffs, Spencer! It's not the end of the world, and that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Take it, Jerem.
1: In the last five one and 1-2 starts since 2006, BYU finished with a winning record. In 2010, they were 7-6. 2013, with Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams, 8-5. And, and then the other three, they won over 10 games. Now, winning over 10 games in my opinion ain't happening with this schedule. This schedule's really tough, right? Um, winning 9 games would be significant. The hope to me is that BYU goes 2 and 2 in September, another 2 and 2 in October, so they come out 4 and 4 and then they win all 4 in November. 8 and 4 going into the bowl game have a chance at 9 and 4. That would be awesome.
0: Does BYU need to win this game? to get into a bowl game in December. The Poinsettia Bowl is the bowl game that they have contracted. For me, no, it's not a must-win for a bowl game. It's a must-win for an eight-win season, in my opinion, but not for a bowl game, regardless of what happens against West Virginia. Let's look at the schedule and quote-unquote winnable games for BYU. I believe they will beat Toledo at home. Tough trip for the Rockets to make on a Friday night to Provo, Utah. Mississippi State is not what we thought they might be. They They aren't what we thought they were! They're an SEC team that is, quite frankly, struggling. They lost a really, really bad game early and have looked mediocre at best. SUU, UMass, and Utah State, all very winnable games that BYU should be favored in. I expect them to be heavily favored against UMass and Utah State probably by 7 or 10 points at home. Okay, so there are five wins right there that you can add to the one win BYU already has against Arizona. Now, like I said, must win to get to eight? Probably. But contextually speaking, for a bowl game, no. BYU does not have to win this game. And then consider this. Even if BYU were to lose to Cincy or someone else, that would still put them at six wins. Also, with how many bowl games there are, you can be five and seven and go to a bowl game. Would BYU be a draw as a five and seven team? Yes,
1: but it'd have to be in the Poinsettia Bowl. BYU does not have the options that other schools have.
0: That is true, but I still think the Poinsettia Bowl would be like, yeah, at five and seven, BYU is going to sell a lot of tickets, and we'll take them. Yeah, I don't want it to come to that, and I don't think it will come to that.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be trouble.
0: But that's the college football reality that we live in. Three five win teams went to bowl games last year.
1: Yeah, let's talk about. The and BYU played two of them, by the way, Nebraska and San Jose State. How about
0: that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think it's going to come to that, but boy, this is a help game for sure. I would like BYU to win this game because it would be great for them to win at least eight games this season, and if they want to do that, I really think they got to have this one.
1: Go two and two in September. Take it from there. Get get to three and two. Get above five hundred with oh, the man. That'd be nice. But, that'd be sweet. But West Virginia. Hey, I I think it's a must win for morale for the entire season. Like if BYU wants to get to not only the physical number of eight, but just to have high spirits and confidence and, hey, probably need to win Saturday.
0: What did we both say when the uh, schedule became official last winter? Uh, We'll be happy if we're in San Diego in December with a new staff, this schedule, and everything that's going on. Seven
1: wins, I said, would uh, would be good. That's my guess.
0: Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Why is or isn't Saturday's game against West Virginia a must-win for BYU? At Chase Metcalf 3. It's not. Six wins are still on the table, even with the loss. And we, as in BYU, are just playing for the Poinsettia Bowl anyway.
1: That's what it's all about. That's true. Playing for the Poinsettia Bowl and and, uh, team pride. Coming
0: up. The man who broke the top 25 on iTunes. James the Mormon is telling us why. But first, West Virginia head coach Dana Holgerson. Why he says BYU would be a good fit in the Big 12. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store. The official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcasting on BYU Radio. Moving pictures on BYU TV. Our conversation going right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN to answer why... Or why not? Is Saturday's game against West Virginia a must-win for BYU?
1: 13th-ranked women's volleyball starts West Coast Conference play Thursday night. That's a must-win, sort of. 9 Eastern time on BYU TV, coming up Thursday night.
0: If you want any chance of joining the Big 12, they must win, baby, says at rlit42x on the Twitter machine. You buying that? No. It just doesn't come – it's not nearly that simple. If it were, boy, that would be something, wouldn't it? Hey, if you beat West Virginia on Saturday, we'll invite you to the Big 12.
1: (laughs) Yeah. People joked that Cincinnati-Houston last Thursday was a playing game to the Big 12. So I guess Houston's in. Houston certainly has the best program right now. Here's why it's not all about that right now. What if Tom Herman leaves Houston after this season? Then what? You don't retain the same program. He's changed things for them.
0: Then they become Memphis.
1: Then they're back to what they were, which was an eight-win program, solid, good team. BYU that BYU beat two years in a row in 2013 and 14, but it's it's just different. It's just, it, it's not all about right now. Now Tom Her- yeah Tom Herman could bounce. He's changed that program around. He's getting himself a grill. They're winning uh, on national TV all the time. They've won what 15 of their last 16. They're on fire, man.
0: What happened to Justin Fuente at Memphis? They got ranked in the top 15. They won a bunch of games. They beat
1: Ole Miss. They were rocking it. And then he
0: bounced to Virginia then Tech. He bounced,
1: and they're not like, like that. That's what happens here.
0: Very real possibility.
1: That's why it's not all about just, oh, they won, so they should be in. Really? There's a lot that goes into this, and they're looking over a long time. That's why BYU is one of the top candidates. What has BYU done in the last couple of years to deserve a Big 12? Uh, Invite in, on the field, not a ton. Eight wins, eight wins, nine wins. Like good, right? Consistently Noth- nothing. Yeah, yeah, but BYU's been good. consistently amazing the last 15, 14 years. BYU's number fourteen in wins in the NCAA with West Virginia.
0: Well, there you go. Speaking of West Virginia and head football coaches, Dana Holgerson is the man in charge in Morgantown. He joined us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline yesterday. Items discussed everything from his ties to BYU coaching alumni, why he understands BYU's offensive difficulties right now better than most, and why he likes the idea of BYU as a member of the Big 12. Coach, it's not every day we get to speak with the pride of Mount Pleasant High School in Iowa. It's great to have you with us.
3: Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on.
0: How much does a coach really know about his team after two games into a college football season?
3: Well, I think you know a good bit. Uh, you, you know, you, you spend so much time getting this thing going starting back in January of, of, of the, you know, the beginning of the year. You spend a lot of time with them in the offseason. You're constantly you know, adding pieces to the puzzle. Uh, it's 15 spring practices all summer, 29 fall practices. You're ready to play a game. Uh, to see what you, uh, what you really have, and then, you know, you, that, you, you, you may be surprised with what you see after the first game, but make some adjustments and some corrections for the second game. I think you got a pretty good idea of who you are.
1: Coach, going back into your history, uh, you were on the same coaching staff as Robert and I there at Texas Tech. Of course, Mike Leach, a graduate and kind of Lavelle Edwards disciple, if you will, but uh, what are the connections to uh, BYU or BYU guys in uh, your past?
3: Well, uh, you know, it goes back uh, prior to Coach Leach, honestly. I did, uh, Hal Mummy <clears throat> used to come out to uh, Provo quite a bit. I'd, I made a couple of trips out there, uh, one with Hal, one with, with uh, Mike Leach. But, uh, he, he, you know, he was always out there when he had ties. With, he was at UTEP, and UTEP and BYU had, you know, three or four games there that, that were one-sided, to say the least, uh, BYU's <laughs> favor. But Hal, Hal really liked the passing game. So he started going out there and and learning all the passing game. He uh, high school coach in Texas, and then he got the job at Iowa Wesleyan College and brought this passing game with him. And uh, that that's that's when I was playing. So got to play in in a similar style offense than that BYU was doing back in the day. And then went went on and coached with him at Valdosta State. Later I was with uh, Mike Leach at Texas Tech for eight years.
0: Dana Holgerson, West Virginia head football coach with us on BYU Sports Nation. The BYU offense has been much discussed by several football coaches for what it has done in the past, high scoring, tons of passing, kind of setting new trends within college football. This year the, the offense has struggled, averaging uh, 17 points a game. So what do you think about the BYU offense right now, knowing what you know, what the Cougars have done in the past, but seeing the struggles that they're dealing with right now?
3: Well, it always takes time to get things going. I know, it, you know, with uh, with the coaching uh, change and Coach Satake coming in there, he's just going to put his own stamp on what he feels like he needs to do on offense in order for his team to be successful. I I did much of the same very thing with uh, uh, here at West Virginia and trying to change what we did a little bit to help our defense. So uh, I know he's, you know, Coach Satake is a defensive guy, and he's going to do what he need, feels like he needs to do on the offensive side of the ball in order. Uh, for, for, for BYU to have success. I think defensively, BYU is playing outstanding. It takes a little bit longer offensively to get that thing going. So uh, we're, we're not going to worry about that. We're going to worry about, you know, obviously what we do and, and what we got to do to 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 be successful. I do sympathize with them, though. It, it, it was a little bit slow start at the beginning when I first got at West Virginia, and over the course of time, we got much better.
1: Would you rather play a team coming off a win or a loss
3: yeah it, it's a good question and uh, coaches go back and forth on that all the time i mean you know if if you're winning you have more confidence if you're losing you have more uh more motivation so i don't think there's a correct answer with that um you know it, it, you could the same could be said for would you rather have a bye game a bye week and then play or would you rather not have a bye week and play it sometimes the the bye week you lose momentum you you lose the speed of the game uh sometimes having you know a couple of hard games in a row gets you a little bit wore out and you're not as refreshed as you want to be so um, you know both both are good discussions that i'm sure you guys have have a great time discussing on <laughs> the air. i i don't i don't know if there's a right answer to be honest with you
0: Dana Holgerson, head football coach at West Virginia with us on b y u sports nation. you mentioned the defense and the success that they have had for b y u on that side of the ball. What have you noticed on film about b y u s defense that has impressed you
3: well they're big they're aggressive they they're 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 sound in what they do. They play their tail off. Uh, you know it, it's uh, it's impressive to watch. You know going against three really good opponents, uh, holding them basically to about fourteen points a game. That that's that's really impressive. That's uh, you know that's something that's as good as I've seen in quite some time. So uh, I know they're very well coached. Uh, Coach Satake's uh, uh, reputation uh, speaks for itself. I know he's been an outstanding defensive guy for quite some time has coached really good defensive football and he's doing the same thing at BYU now.
1: Coach, uh, you've beaten Missouri, uh, Youngstown State, and then had the bye week. Uh, what have you learned about your team through the first couple of weeks of the season?
3: I think we like to play. I think the guys are they're excited and energetic about getting out there and practicing every day. Uh, you know, it, it, Believe it or not, I've, I've had some teams where they're not as fired up about about actually practicing and playing, but I think this group... <laughs> got a lot of seniors a lot of veterans a lot a of, lot of guys that uh, that really like playing the game and and uh you know we got to keep getting better on all three sides of the ball i mean we you know obviously playing the big 12 and and got you know lots and lots of good teams ahead of us so uh we're going to have to continue to improve this team likes to go out there and do that so looking forward to uh a, a quality opponent in BYU and really just more than anything looking forward to getting back out there and playing on Saturday
0: What do you look forward to most when it comes to playing a game in a neutral site NFL stadium?
3: Oh, I think the kids like it. I think they like getting, uh, you know, obviously their main goal is to always, you know, each and every one of them, whether they tell you or not, their goal is to try to go play in the NFL. So I think this gives them a little bit of a taste for it. I think it's fantastic for our fan base. We try to do these neutral site games as much as we can. Uh, we, we're back in D.C. a year from now playing Virginia Tech. We're in Charlotte two years from now playing uh, playing Tennessee. We're going to be in Atlanta playing Florida State here on the horizon as well. So uh, we, we like these neutral side games. I think the fan base really gets excited about it. We're looking forward to a good crowd here on Saturday.
1: With a guy like Taysom Hill, who's a little older, uh, has coming off three season-ending injuries you know, in the past couple of years, do you do you defend him based on reputation or just what you see this year?
3: Well, I think you got to look at his whole body of work. Uh, just an unbelievable competitor. I've I've been watching watching Taysom play for for I guess it's what five years now. I mean he's he's been he's been around for a while. He's taken a ton of snaps. Uh, we've had some crossover games with him to where we've been watching him on offense attacked some of these defenses over the, you know, the, the last couple of years with uh, the University of Texas and Oklahoma and some of these guys. So uh, it's been, it's been fun to watch him. He's a fierce competitor. He, he's played a lot of ball. He makes a lot of plays and, you know, regardless of what you saw a week ago or two weeks ago or, or whatever, you got to take his whole body of work. You know, he's a competitive kid. He's had a lot of success and he's got, he's just a wonderful football player.
0: Coach Dana Holgerson of West Virginia with us on BYU-SN. Coach, uh, speaking of the Big 12, and you've been uh, very outspoken on things in that arena, why would you like BYU to fit into the Big 12? What would they bring to the conference potentially?
3: Well, the main reason is is my boss is a BYU grad, Gordon. <laughs> Good old Gordon, Gordon. Well, he's, he's a Mormon anyway, so, uh, you know, he's, He's uh, he's 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 been in my ear a little bit, you know, as far as that. I, you know, I tell you, that national brand. BYU's got a national brand, and and at any time you can add somebody to the Big Twelve that has a national brand. I think that's obviously important. I was very outspoken with uh, wanting to have a championship game, and I'm glad that we uh, that that we uh, we we changed that, and we're going to start having a championship game a year from now. Uh, with that, I thought, you know, I've been saying for the last few years as well, They, the, the commissioner, Bowlesby, made the mistake to tell us to be vocal with what our opinions are. So I, I think we need to add a couple of teams. I think we need to have two different divisions. And uh, we need to have that championship game on championship Saturday. That's that's my stance, and hopefully it happens here soon.
1: Do you have a preference on timing? Do you want this to be for next season, as, as soon as next season?
3: Yeah, I I I, I, I do. You know, just to keep get it settled and be done with it. I mean, you guys you guys talk about it a lot. Trust me, I get asked about it about every interview I <laughs> I go into. So I'd I'd like to see some closure on it. Uh, the championship games the start. You know, I I they don't care what I think as far as the what teams get added. You know, uh, I, I know I know Gordon is in charge of the expansion and and he's made his opinions known. But I, I do think it's going to happen here pretty quick.
0: Coach, it's been great to talk to you. Uh, thank you for humoring us with uh, more Big 12 conversation. I- I'm sure that uh, you have discussed it ad nauseum. But uh, we look forward to the game this Saturday, and we'll uh, see you in Washington, D.C. All
3: right, sounds good. Safe travels.
0: Dana Holgerson on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. To quote him, BYU is a national brand. He gets it. Also Commissioner Bolsby told us to be vocal with our opinions and then he said maybe that <laughs> maybe that was a mistake. Uh, and you
1: forget about Gordon Gee, right? Grew his up in boss Bernal, got his undergrad at Brigham,
0: eh? Said he's been in his ear. What does that mean? Just get it done already then.
1: <laughs> What's the hold up? Supermajority, let's happen. go.
0: Yeah. Now in an earlier interview this week with another member of the media, Dana Holgerson talked about BYU not being a travel issue because it would be once every four years, assuming multi division. Yeah, yeah, but no it, way they're in the same this division. This is about the Olympic sports. That's that's where the hang-up is yeah. in terms of travel. Women's soccer, you know, gymnastics, stuff like that. That's but,
1: not even part of the discussion anymore. Relative but football to BYU. drives
0: everything. It drives it all. Even basketball would be every other year because they'd be in separate divisions.
1: They might. Yeah, it depends on that one. Um, you know, it's funny, though. So women's soccer moves up to number four. Do you yeah. know who's right behind BYU? I do. West Virginia. That is correct. In the NSCAA. So, yeah. Boney Fuller's been awesome about the uh, the West Virginia guy uh, traveling to the game. If you have missed that, you need to check out his Twitter feed.
0: <laughs> he's off course. He's off
1: course. Uh-oh. He's, uh, let's just say he's riding a large pig on the way to the game. <laughs> I thought it was
0: interesting that uh, Coach Holgerson also mentioned his struggles at West Virginia, implementing his new offense. We all see what they do and the speed that they recruit. They struggled with a new system and implementing new things. Doesn't mean it wasn't things. frustrating
1: or annoying. I know. He might have been booted home. Absolutely.
0: It, it is frustrating, <laughs> and it does feel annoying for fans and for several people. They probably a quarterback change. But he he's the guy that gets it. He's like, no, I, I can sympathize with what they're going through because yeah. it's difficult to implement a new system. Yeah. Why is or isn't Saturday's game against West Virginia and Dana Holgerson a must-win for BYU? At Kip Kent says, must win if you still have high aspirations. 10-2 and two against the schedule Whoa! could result in a New Year's 6 game. Never say die. Yeah, let me put the blue goggles on for that. Hey, coming up. Big deal, no deal. BYU has two passing TDs in three games, but first, it's James the Mormon. I'm telling, I'm telling you why. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, and Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Hey, uh, coming up after the
1: show today at 1 p.m. Eastern time after further review is uh, rebroadcast. If you missed it last night, check it out today. Uh, Dave Blaine, David, and Brian break down BYU and UCLA. Get you set for BYU and the Mountaineers.
0: Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU freshman kicker Jake Oldroyd hopeful for Saturday against West Virginia. He will travel with the team. Also, West Virginia wide receiver Karan White said the following. Throwing hands. Quote, the BYU corners, I don't think they can run with us. They look solid, but they don't look like they can keep up. Well, we'll see about that.
1: Sophomore middle linebacker Butch Powell may have something to say about that as well. He was added to the Polynesian Player of the Year list with 37 tackles through three games, third in the country, and five and a half tackles for loss on the season.
0: Powell! Ooh. Women's soccer moved up two spots in the NSCAA poll to number four. The Cougars host Denver on Thursday, Long Beach State on Saturday, a game you can watch on BYU TV.
1: And women's golf won the Spartan Invitational, finishing 18 over. Three Cougars finished... In the top 20s, Kendra Dalton won the individual tournament title, shooting four under par.
0: James the Mormon is not a rapper, but he is a really talented guy. He just released a new music video. The song is climbing the charts on iTunes. It broke into the top 25. Speaking of top 25s on this sports-based show, it's called I'm Telling You Why. Enjoy the music video, and then we're going to talk to him right after.
2: Come, then we coming like rampants. they balling so hard like we AM Jack. Yeah, up in the state, we a fan fat Straight kid from the bottom, we handmade. We go ten for ten on the campaign. You don't understand, let me translate. If you ain't about winning, you can't stay. We running the game like we're killing it. So we becoming into like we primitive. If we be comin', we coming to finish it. Yeah, and you know we ain't worried about winning it. Keep it a hundred, we're running the gun. You see us coming, you're running away. I ain't leave it with nothing to deck And I got something to say I'm telling you why, why? We blowin' it up like we are sand. Don't sleep on the team like a duvet. Eh? We fight to the top of the food chain. You know we on top like a 2 eh? Straight surfin' the game on a new way. We bringin' it heat like a blue fly. And turning the field into doomsday. We running the game like we killin' it. So we becoming it too like we primitive. If we be comin', we comin' to finish it. Yeah, and you know we ain't worried about winning it. Keep it a hundred, we running the gun. You see us coming, you're running away. Man, y'all ain't leave it with nothing today. That's it, I'm telling you what
0: are telling yeah. you why James the Mormon is in Studio B right now. James, What's welcome, up? man.
4: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: BYU Sports Nation, awesome. uh, this is after Countdown to kick off on Saturday. You're a busy man these days.
4: I, my Life is Insanity. I'm not going to lie. But I'm glad to be here. That sounds like Love a good
1: guys. name of a track for the next album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make a note. My
4: Life, note. My life insanity. is Insanity? Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> now, let's talk about the dynamics of, of that because I, I know that uh, you, you explained a little bit to us on Canada to Kickoff on Saturday night, but... How do you come up with an anthem like that for BYU football and the planning process that goes behind that and coordination with the athletics department and coaches and former players Mm -hmm. and I mean, how does that all come together?
4: I think so last year if you remember we did dreaming and I think that I mean that got our foot in the door and then a lot of the things that we've been doing in the past year. Uh, have just gotten the attention of a lot of um, important people up at uh, BYU Athletics. Tom Homo, in particular, is a big fan of not just music, but really the purpose and mission of what James and Mormon is trying to do. And to be very honest with you, he's the one that uh, uh, led the way and kind of put me in the right places and let me talk to the right people and supported the whole thing.
1: That's awesome. Um, How long did it take you to make the music video?
4: So uh, the song took me an hour. Uh, An hour? Yeah, How? A, writing. Well, writing music is, is just like second. It's not hard. It's very simple.
0: Yes, it is, James. It's very hard. False. <laughs> <Well, laughs> maybe
4: maybe if you're a rapper a musician, but I'm not. So uh, for we'll get, me, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
4: but uh, yeah, but the music video was grueling. Um, it was uh, it was you know getting all the people there, getting the cameras in place, all the you know we have. Uh, a staff of you know thirty interns who really helped make this whole thing happen, um, we had two directors, Cameron gate and sam Wilder who were were doing it the whole time and honestly uh it was it was very very hard um, but very worth it. It was fun to make it
0: when you're putting together shots in the music video like when you're hanging outside of the car driving yeah. in front of the stadium and and you're on the goal post and like, we think that's awesome it's probably a little bit scary, but how many takes do you have to to shoot in, in those weird situations to get just the right look?
4: I would say betw- uh, each one was about 10. Um, mm. So, yeah, we would probably spend – we'd go through the song probably, yeah, half the song, you know – Ten times, and it's really terrifying.
0: To hey, James, we're gonna ask you to put your life on the line like ten times, but it's gonna look great, man. <laughs> yeah.
4: Hey, just, just do it. Just we don't, we there. don't have any funding, so there's no room for a stunt double. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta risk my life for the people. You
1: know? <laughs> we, we've shot some commercials, and it can be kind of awkward. Um, but we're not like singing in them, so I'd imagine it's, it's fun, but also taxing, and maybe even a little awkward to be like, okay, we're gonna blast this song. Hey, everyone, get pumped! For like an hour straight. What's oh, yeah. that process like?
4: Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I give it up to the, the people in the stands because, like, they didn't have to be there. You know what I mean? It's not their video. And uh, they were they were pumped for an old hour. Me, myself, because I'm performing it, each one was, like, giving it my all. And honestly, like, at the end of it, I, I honestly just wanted to curl up in a ball. But it's, like, you have to do that to be able to show, you know, your best performance in each take.
0: Who sent your favorite cameo in the video? Because we see Danny Ainge and he's with Isaiah Thomas and I think Gerald, Gerald Wallace or Gerald Green, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Ty Detmer, Tom Holmes, Ziggy, Homo, Kyle, Ziggy Yance, Kyle Van Noy, Jeremy yeah, Gethry. Austin Collie. They're they're all over the place. Yeah.
4: I I uh, I am equally appreciative of all of them, um, but I particular to uh, Danny Ainge and Isaiah Thomas because I thought that was really cool. They're not even BYU alum mm-hmm. or Mormon and uh, and then I thought Jeremy Guthrie, like, he really, like, he went out there and he, like, he went he put on the BYU, like, old school. That dude's jacket. got some swag, yeah. man. Yeah yeah, 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 I thought that was really dope. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
4: Um,
1: okay, so you say you're not a rapper. Correct. Ex- explain this.
4: Okay, so, uh, and I'll probably be explaining this the rest of my- I set myself up for this. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm not a rapper because uh, I don't pursue rap as a career. Like for example, like you, a person can like be very, very good at cooking, right? But they're not a chef, you know what I mean? And doesn't make them, you know what I mean? I'm doing this for different reasons. I run three businesses on the side. Those are what makes my money. What what comes in from James the Mormon goes back into James the Mormon to to make to grow it for my biggest purpose, which is to show diversity in church, break down stereotypes, and open doors to people who might not have been willing to investigate.
0: What kind of progress have you seen in those arenas as you've really started to, you know, put some more time and effort into this thing?
4: Uh, specifically, the, my, do so your real purpose, mission is James the Mormon. Oh, I get messages every single day of people who are, who are coming back to church, asking for copies of the Book of Mormon. Uh, people who have chosen not to take their own life because they can relate to it. Um, just all the things that I was hoping for are happening. And it's not really much of a surprise because I didn't want to be James Amore. I didn't want to do these things, but I was really asked to from above. And I was just listening to that. Hesitant, but there's been a lot of cool things happening from it.
1: How do we get in your next video? <laughs> just come. I mean, you could have been in that one.
4: It was an open invitation. Okay, that's the next That's one. on you. That, that is? Wow. Okay. <laughs>
0: Throwing okay. it right back at us. Wow. It's your fault, Jeremy Spencer. <laughs> yeah. We needed my, more my, people. My album's
1: called I'm Not an Extra. Um, <laughs> How did you become a BYU fan?
4: Um, so I grew up overseas. I grew up in Russia, China, Taiwan, and graduated high school in Uzbekistan. Wow. Um, but uh, So I, I'm not from Utah. I didn't grow up in Provo or anything like that, and my parents didn't go to BYU. But I went to BYU. I went to BYU-Idaho. And really, I became a BYU sports fanatic during Jimmer. And at that point, I was just, like, obsessed. And I don't know. That's just the beginning, and here I am.
1: Can we have a, a, a Jimmer song reliving the glory days one day? Have, have you thought I about doing like that? I feel like there's
4: one that's been done, and I don't want to step on toes. You don't want to step on TJ's? Uh, His brother?
1: Is teach, that me you were... oh, oh, teach Me How to Jimmer. Oh, and Teach Me gymmer. How Jimmer. That one yeah. was the good one. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh boy. Oh boy. I hope he's not watching. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> when? Uh, what's your next project? I mean, what, what happens next in your My Life is Insanity career? Yeah, so uh,
4: on Monday we're releasing a video for the church. So the church uh, outsources a lot of stuff to, to me through LDS.net, and uh, we're releasing one, uh, five things you, that are really cool that Mormons believe, um, and then working on my album. Uh, a lot of cool features are going to be in that. So and, second album. I'm not a rapper, too.
0: Nice. I'm not a rapper, too. Yeah. I, l- I love it. Very simple. Can't wait. Straightforward. Uh, James, we-, we give all of our guests that come in Studio B something we call the BOA Sports Nation Karma. And I
4: love karma. Generally, it just
0: allows you to go and perform whatever it is you want to perform at a higher level. So we are now giving you the BOE Sports Nation Karma. It is transferring through a Gregorian chant, and we would like you to sign our stretch Y flag as well.
4: Done. Karma. Love
0: it, James the Mormon. James the Great Mormon, to have man. you, man.
1: Yes, awesome song. What, what? By the way, what's the song up to on iTunes? What was the peak?
4: Uh, we, I think it peaked in 1920. Peaked 19 in
1: 1920 or 20. By the way, you are the first recipient of this brand new T-shirt that, for BYU. Give Sports him Nation, the swag. There the you go. Yes,
4: yeah, this is it. dope. I like the sleeves. Great. If job, you
0: bro. want to wear that in your next video, you can. Just saying. <laughs> up next on BYU Sports Nation: Cougar Whiparound Plus, Big Deal No Deal. BYU Sports Station continues on BYU TV and BYU Radio, presented by the BYU store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Hanging out in Studio B with Jerem Jordan. And I'm Spencer Linton. If you happen to miss our show live, there's less flag on the set. The rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern.
1: Yeah, hey, great show so far. Dana Holgerson, West Virginia head coach, James the Mormon to talk about his music video and next project. So very cool. Hey, countdown to kickoff is live Saturday, 2.30. Eastern Time, live from Landover, Maryland, with Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler. And then back here in Provo, Spencer Linton, David Nixon, and Brian Logan. It's going to be awesome.
0: Now, where is Landover, Maryland, in relation to Washington, D.C.?
1: Just outside,
0: I be- think. FedEx Field. Out on the Beltway. It's out
1: on the Beltway.
0: <laughs> the, Washington- the Washingtonians. <laughs> I don't- we're not going there.
1: I don't know enough roads to do the impersonation. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> The West
1: Virginians. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, there's so much there. And no time. It's there, Wednesday.
0: There is a lot there. Oh, no. There's no time. But there is time. To the banjo for music. Big deal. No deal. Big deal. Brady Industries is a provider of commercial <laughs> cleaning supplies and equipment. Proud sponsor of Big Deal, No Deal. Throughout the western United States for over 65 years, Brady Industries... Where did
1: you come from? Where did you go?
0: Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. Number one.
4: All right, you get off K Street, if you get to Rock Creek, you gone too far. That's where it is. <laughs> big deal, no deal. BYU has two passing TDs in three games. Take it away, Jeremy.
1: Big deal. Unless BYU had a bunch of rushing touchdowns, we could we could say, oh, this is no deal. This is a
0: big deal because BYU's offense needs more touchdowns. It's a big deal because had BYU produced more passing touchdowns, likely they would be three and zero. And that's the <laughs> difference between one and two and three and zero. Oh. This is a huge deal. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Jake Oldroyd is hopeful for the West Virginia game.
1: No deal. I don't know what this means. What is hopeful? That's a desire. It's not a medical term. Doubtful, pr- probable, questionable. Uh those
0: are me- those are the medical terms. Hopeful,
1: of course he's hopeful. No deal.
0: This is a big deal because he's traveling. He's going to kick. That's not what it says I on- This graphic, but I'm spinning it in my way so I can make it a big deal, Jerem. That's what. (laughs) Let me twist the words in favor of my argument. (laughs) Number three, big deal, no deal. West Virginia's Karan White says the BYU corners can't keep up.
1: Big deal, because the BYU defense is balled out and they have not a lot allowed a lot down the field. I think that the BYU cornerbacks are ready for a challenge.
0: Bring it on. This is no deal because everybody likes to run their mouth before games. And guess what? That Everyone? doesn't control what happens on the field. Hashtag basic cornerback. That was
1: one other school from the same conference. I'm
0: just saying basic cornerbacks. We've discussed this. Just saying is not a legit reason to say something. Yes, it is. Just saying. It is, too, a reason to say something because it says just saying. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Number four.
2: Big deal, no deal. Jamal Williams is averaging 83 yards rushing per game.
4: Just saying.
0: This is a weird one. Just
4: saying. I say, yeah, this is weird because
1: he put up 162 in the first game of his 248. That's 65%. I'll go big deal. 83 is good enough per game.
0: To become the all-time rushing leader at BYU, it is.
1: No, to be the starting running back at BYU, I think that's quality, right? Obviously, you want to get 100. That's kind of the goal. And then he'd have 1,200 or 1,300, depending on the ball game, right? So I, I'm fine with this. The bigger, de- so, I, I, so I go big deal. The um, no deal, or the biggest deal, is that he only had four, uh, 28 yards on 14 carries last week.
0: This is a big deal because, yeah, if he had more than 28 yards against UCLA last week, again, we're splitting hairs here, but good chance BYU might win that game if they can establish the run a little bit more.
1: Just saying.
0: (laughs) You're so fired. (laughs) This is a big deal. Number five. Big deal, no deal. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are calling it quit? What? Oh, no! This is a big deal.
1: This is the end.
0: They started the whole morph the names together. Yeah. Brangelina. Was there one before Brangelina? They they are the trendsetters for the morphed names. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. We what would we be without Jorenser? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Let's not do this. Take it back. I take it back. Redacted. I, I feel like Jack from Lost. We have to go back
0: Spencer. I honestly I'm surprised. You know? They were together for a long time. BY Sports Nation TV. We TMZ. have talked about this. What's
1: up? Two hundred percent too long. <laughs> no, no then why did we talk about it? I didn't say we shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> I just
0: said we've talked about it too long. Two hundred percent too long?
1: Yeah. If yeah, it should
0: have been ten seconds, not twenty. Why? It's pop culture. I'm telling man. you what <laughs> it's pop culture. We had James the Mormon on. Why can't we talk about Brangelina? I'm done with it. <laughs> 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 Jerem is throwing his five-year-old tantrum. <laughs> it reminds me of something that Jack said to me last night. Daddy, if you don't read me another book, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really upset. Like he's making the conscientious decision. I, he's telling me I'm going to be upset. But, says,
1: but I'm going to cry.
0: <laughs> Does it work on you? Like go ahead and cry then. It totally works. Up next, the Cougar Whip around. Jake Oldroyd is still hopeful. Jerem, yay! BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Just saying. It's time for the Cougar whip Around Football. BYU freshman
1: kicker Jake Goldroyd is hopeful for Saturday versus West Virginia, according to assistant head coach Ed Lamb. Oldroyd will travel with the team.
0: West Virginia wide receiver Karan White told the media yesterday that the BYU corners, I don't think they can run with us. They look solid, but they don't look like they can keep up. End quote.
1: Uh-oh. Soccer.
0: Women's soccer moved
1: up two spots in the NSCAA poll to number four. Number four. Cougars host Denver Thursday and Long Beach State Saturday.
0: Golf. Women's golf won the Spartan Invitational in San Jose, California. The Californians. Finishing 18 over par as a team. Three Cougars finished in the top 20. Kendra Dalton won the individual tournament shooting four under par. That's good. Cougars in the NFL.
1: Bull S.A.K.A. was waived by the Bears. After playing in two games with a total of uh, one yard ahead of first down on two carries, the CK is expected
0: to be put back on the Bears' practice squad. That's if he clears waivers. There's another team that might pick him up. That's how the NFL works. We'll see. Future guests include BYU cornerback, one of those slower cornerbacks, <laughs> Troy Warner, <What? laughs> and Whitney Young-Howard of 13th-ranked BYU women's volleyball. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com.
1: It goes to Bob Bowlesby.
0: I actually have a caveat to that today. What? He told Dana Holgerson and Big 12 coaches to be outspoken about Big 12 expansion. I like that. Well done, Bob Bowlesby, because it gives us stuff to talk about.
1: It did give us a lot
0: to talk about. <laughs> it's not giving us jack squat recently. Hey, fantastic tweet in from at findaddy 81 Going right back to what Jerem wants to discuss most, and that is... The morphed names. Oh, come on. Did Benifer, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, come before Brangelina? Was it Benifer that initially started that trend? I don't know. That's I don't a great know, question.
1: I'm done with this. Just
0: saying. <laughs> well, just saying doesn't mean anything, right? So we can keep talking about it. You said it meant something.
1: <laughs> you said it meant something!
0: <laughs> okay, let's go to the Twitter machine, shall we?
3: You got tweets.
0: benifer why is or isn't Saturday's game against West Virginia a must-win for BYU at Connor Crandall 2 says, Yes, must-win, because you have to look at the rest of the month and October and see that it doesn't get any easier. But a must-win, why? Contextually, for a bowl game bid to the Poinsettia Bowl?
1: There are other wins on the table. It'd be nice, though, to go 2-2 two and two in September.
0: Yeah, I say must-win for an 8-win season. Hopes for it, anyway. Do it. At BR Lemon, every game is a must-win when you are independent.
1: Uh, I don't know what independence has to do with it. Every team wants to win every game, right?
0: Like if BYU wants to get in the top 25, then yeah, basically every game left on the schedule is a must win. You got to be like 9-3 and three to be in the top 25.
1: Getting into the top 25 is not one of my goals for BYU this season. It's to win
0: eight I plus think that's games. fair. I think that's yeah. totally fair. Yeah. At B-Royal Blue Coog we'll is a must win. Royal. Because the level of season is in the balance, great season still possible with win. Good, okay, with a loss. What qualifies win. for a great win? Great season is it eight?
1: Ain't got no time, man. We got twenty-one
0: seconds. All right, elite Twitter of the day at Sad Pizza One. Must win because BYU needs to show West Virginia that John Denver was really singing about Utah in Country Roads. Oh
1: snap! Thanks to Dana Holgerson, James the Mormon, and
0: everyone on our crew. Download the podcast on iTunes, an app, Show on Demand, byusn.com. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Herman Oldroyd. Herman Oldroyd? We're back to work tomorrow.